Hey there, I'm Matt Tommy, and over the last 10 years, I've helped thousands of Christian artists all over the world start thriving spiritually, artistically, and in the marketplace, while at the same time building my own super successful art business. If you're ready to bust through the roadblocks that have held you back for years, create the work you love, and really live the life you know God created you to live in His kingdom, then you're in the right place, my friend. Now, with over a half a million downloads, you're listening to the Thriving Christian Artist Podcast. Well, hey there. Welcome to the podcast. So glad that you're with me today. I've got a friend of mine on the show today, uh, Julie Bagamary, who is just an incredible artist, incredible woman of God, incredible just person. And you're going to love getting to know her and her story. You may have seen a video that we did of Julie's story. Um, I think we did it a couple of years ago. It's been out around uh, on our website and in Facebook land, but just the incredible transformation that she had and is continuing to have inside of our mentoring program, uh, Created to Thrive. But also today's episode is not necessarily about that, but it's about other things that she's doing that God's birthed out of that journey of uh, restoration and awakening in her own life uh, as she's walked in Created to Thrive, walking now and everything that God's got for her and realizing that the journey that she and her husband had been on for years of foster parenting is actually a big way that God wanted to amplify her voice and bring impact uh, in and through her life uh, to others. And so we're going to be talking about a brand new book uh, that Julie's got out about foster parenting, but it's just the fruit of an incredibly uh, dynamic and healed and whole life. Uh, And I just love telling those kind of stories. And it just goes to show for all of us artists, it's not necessarily the overt creative thing that you think you do as quote unquote your art, but God's got creative expression for you in every area of your life. And if you're just willing to see and agree with him and co-labor with him, he'll do things in and through your life that you never, ever thought possible. And that's what today's episode is all about. It's going to build your faith. It's going to um, just let you see that uh, God is not in the box unless you put him there. (laughs) And so Julie and her husband are definitely thinking outside the box, and I want to encourage you to do the same. Well, listen, before we get into that episode, I want to uh, just say thanks to Sarah and Raleigh over there for leaving me just the sweetest uh, review that I've ever seen. She said, well, I love you very much. That's the the number, uh, that's the uh, title of the podcast is a five-star review. And she says, thank you for mentoring me through this podcast, Matt. You've been a steady and constant voice in my life through a year of uncertainty. Your work raising up an army of artists for the Lord and then standing with us giving us practical advice for the journey has been so life-giving for me. You've helped this girl in so many ways and discipled me through some tough stuff. Thank you, Matt. Lots of exclamation points. I love those. (laughs) And then she says, when you uh, end each podcast with, well, I love you very much. I actually do feel your love for us coming through. Forever grateful for your faithfulness. Well, Sarah, thank you. You're going to make me tear up. My goodness. But (laughs) thank you for taking the time to write such a sweet uh, review. And uh, listen, I do love you guys. I pray for you. I'm thinking about you. I'm trying to serve you in the best way that I can as God uses what we're doing here at The Thriving Christian Artist to to really raise up this army of artists. And whether it's through the podcast or through our mentoring program, Created to Thrive, or through my books or conferences or whatever it is, we're dedicated to helping you thrive spiritually, artistically, and in the marketplace uh, in whatever it is that God's called you to do. So Sarah, really, thanks so much for that. It's a big encouragement uh, to me. 
Hey, listen, make sure that you have subscribed and that you uh, take a little bit of time to leave a review just like Sarah did. Also, you know, it would be really fun if you would go over to Instagram, take a screenshot of the podcast app as you're listening to one of your favorite episodes and just post it on Instagram and let people know that you're listening. Tag us at The Thriving Christian Artist, and that will let folks know that you're listening, that it's a great resource uh, for you, and it could be a great resource for them as well. All right. Well, hey, I'm going to get out of the way, and uh, you're going to love this interview with my friend, Julie Bagamary. Well, hey there, my friend. So glad that you're with me on the podcast today. I've got a great friend of mine who actually lives just down the road from me, but we're actually on Zoom today, so we're not in person. But my friend, Julie Bagamary, incredible fiber artist, incredible person, incredible lover of Jesus. Julie, I'm so glad that you're here with me today. Thank you, Matt. I'm so honored to be here and I'm super excited. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, you know, usually I just got through interviewing somebody on the podcast. It's like in the UK and I'm like, you're right here in in the Asheville area. This is great. great." For those folks who don't know you yet uh, and have not heard your story, why don't you tell everybody who you are, where you're from and and what you do creatively? Okay. Um, I am a, a quilted artist and I live here in Fairview, North Carolina. I am a mom. I've been a mom of um, four children. My husband and I have been married for 41 years and we were foster parents for 12 of those years. So we've had a lot of kids in and out of our home. I've done a lot of different art, but I've really just honed in on fabric. That is my thing. I love that. I love that. And we got to know each other. How How many years has it been now that we've We've known each other five, six years. I don't know. You know, someone invited me to the small group that you had at your studio um, years ago. And honestly, I went there and I participated and I thought, I don't know about these people. (laughs) Who is this guy, right? (laughs) I knew knew they loved Jesus, but there was just a lot of of freedom in things that I had never experienced. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was so fun. I remember for those folks who may not know, when I first moved to Asheville, um, you know, the Lord told me, he said, you build the people and I'll build the building. And I was I was looking for a building and he was looking for me to build people. And so we started this little small group. I initially started it because um, you, you came to the one at the studio. I initially started it at this bar in town. And then uh, that was a, a kind of a, a Christian nightclub kind of place. And then um, called Creatures Cafe. Remember that downtown? On uh, I don't. I yeah, don't. Was, that was cool. And then I moved it to my office at the church. And then we moved it to the studio. And it was just like it continued to, to grow. And it was just a, a cool time where we'd come together every Monday night and just share life together. But that's where I got to see what you were doing. And uh, as a fellow fiber artist, it fell in love with all the beautiful things that you create and just loved uh, seeing, you know, your heart get awakened to all that. God's been doing some incredible things in your life over the last few years that we've known each other. I mean, it's been incredible. Walk people kind of through what life has been like this journey over these last few years as you've kind of really stepped into to all that God's created you to be. Oh, wow. Um, you know, I because I was familiar with you, I would listen to your podcast and I would listen to things you had online, always feeling like that's great. And then I would get to a place where it's like, OK, I can't go that far. <laughs> and so I would back up, you know, and so um, one spring I um, tearfully, very tearfully and scared. I signed up for the um, Creative Thrive Experience course. It's the first one you had. Yeah. And I couldn't believe I was spending that much money on a course for my art because it's like that was just crazy. 
And I did it. I mean, and I jumped in with both feet. I did every bit of homework. I did all the journaling. I did all the assignments. I did it all. And it rocked my world. It it just opened up a whole new thing for me. And the biggest thing for me was looking at the lies that I had believed for so long. And I so clearly remember passing my husband in the hall of our home and just saying excitedly, I just discovered another lie. And he was just like, okay. Is this a good but thing it, or not? I don't know. It, it almost became a game for me, you know, to just really cooperate with the father and ask him, where, you know, where are the lies and to replace them with truth? And I began um, forming affirmations, which is something I had done before. Yeah. But um, these were just based on um, more based on God's word and what he had for me and just really starting to live fearlessly um, scared, so but, you know, doing it, you know, and I began to um, start taking my business of art seriously I had just kind of played at it until that point. And, you know, shortly after I got into the course, I had a piece sell that sold for the course. And it was like, okay, so, <laughs> you know, things just kept, kept happening. And I kept meeting these people from all over the world. And then I got into the mentoring program mm -hmm. and um, gosh, it, it's just yeah, been, it's been, a ride. Just like been running wide open, you know? Yeah. I remember yeah, that day. Cause I had, I had known you for a little while and you came into the studio and you're like, this is really incredible. Like this course has really changed my life. And I was like, that's awesome. And you're like, no, I mean, like you don't even know. So yeah. it's been, it's been so cool to see that. And then you, I remember you took the book unlocking the heart of the artist. Uh, didn't you, was it unlocking or created to thrive? You had this small, couple of small groups at your house and, I did. um, I mean, it's just been, you've just been such a poster child, I think, for <laughs> kingdom transformation and not only having your life changed, but also then turn around and using that to uh, release transformation to others. And I just love, that's fun, isn't it? It is, you know, and, and God placed within my heart, I, I'm a teacher at heart and I love, you know, when, when God does something in my life and it just changes me yeah. I can't help from sharing that with other people yeah. and that's you know I I want to share what God has done in my life because I believe he can do it for others too and that's, that's exciting right. to me that's right if God did it in me he'll do it in you to do it again yeah. Lord so yeah well you know one of the things I did not know about you uh when we first you know started getting to know each other is that you know you and your husband had been foster parents that you were really passionate about showing the love of God to, to kids that were in need and in crisis and that sort of thing. And part of this journey for you, as you've kind of woken up to who God's created you to be as an artist and as a, as a person, as a woman is realizing that, Hey, maybe there's more to this foster parenting thing than I was initially thinking. So roll back the tape a little bit and walk us through what's happening with that, because you're, walking into this beautiful season of convergence that uh, I just think is really incredible. Gosh, um, we, we, were, we were foster parents for about 12 years. And um, when that ended, I just saw that as an, a closed door, a, right. a segment, a season. And um, about a year or so ago, the Lord um, called me to write a book, actually through you, through a question and answer on the live um, within the Created Thrive mentoring program. And honestly, when you answered my question, I just wanted to um, 
I wanted to publish some respite guidelines I had finally put together. People have been asking for it. And um, you said, oh, I, I think you need to write a book. I mean, actually, you went into this thing. I felt like the spirit just kind of came all over you. And I was driving down the road listening, going, no, no, I'm not. And so I wrestled with the Lord on that, you know, and my husband, Randy said, you know, well, let's at least pray about it. Well, okay. So um, that started a process that, you know, I felt like the Lord wanted to use our journey to help other uh, people learn from some of the things that we wish we had known and just encourage people and just share our story um, through that. Um, I've never written a book before. (laughs) Yeah. So talk about that process. Cause I think a lot of people had this dream of, of writing a book and you think, okay, can I do this? I don't know. But I mean, it's not all, you know, unicorns and, and, uh, you know, puff pastry here. I mean, it's a, it's quite the process isn't it, of, of doing that, especially for the first time. It, it is. Um, honestly, I, um, I wrote the Lord began to wake me up three and four in the morning mm. and I would, um, I had a journal and I write things down and it, you know, it got to the point where I would get up and I go back to bed and I get up and go back to bed where I just would stay on the couch some nights. Cause it was like, he was just telling me what to write. Um, but putting that all together was so much harder than I ever dreamed. And I wound up um, hiring a writing coach um, to walk me through the process. And honestly, the first time she read what I had written, um, she said to me, um, so far, I don't want to read what you have to say. And I was, it stung. It yeah. stung so bad. Um, but she continued to say, but I can help you. Yeah. Right what you want to say. And so she really helped me through that process. We met weekly on zoom and um, some weeks were, yay, I did good. And some weeks were, this isn't so good. (laughs) And I'm telling you, it was a grueling process and the Lord continued to wake me up in the middle of the night and tell me things. And um, I, I spent hours every day writing when, you know, sitting myself still before a computer is not comfortable for me. I'd rather be playing in the fabric and just do an improvisational art is what I do. And so it was, it was very uncomfortable. Um, And there were a lot of tears. You know, the thing I love about you, Julie, is that you're not, you know, unwilling to seek outside help when you know that God is leading you to do something. And I think, you know, I, I know so many people over the years that said, Oh yeah, God's given me a book or there's a book I'm supposed to write. And yet they don't have the skills that they need to do it to re- make it really great. And so instead of making it really great and hiring a coach like you did or whatever, they just kind of put it out the best way they know how. And they wonder, well, why is God not, not blessing this? And I mean, where did that come from in you? Have you always been like that? Like, I'm just, I'm going to ask for help or is that kind of a new thing that, that you've had faith to do or, or, or what? I, you know, I don't know. I, I, I think I've come to realize more and more that um, it's okay to ask for help. Yeah. It, it's, it's actually good. It actually, you know, it actually allows somebody else to use their giftedness to, to help me. You know, I, I mentor other art students and I teach as well. And I'm thankful to have that opportunity to build into their life. And, and I really feel like my coach was thankful to have that input into my life as well. Yeah. One of my favorite coaches from afar that I read and listen to a lot is a guy named Dan Sullivan. And he's got a new book out that talks about, you know, you don't need to, 
it's called who, not how that you don't, we don't always need to find out how to do things. We need to find out who can do that for us or who can, like you're saying, enable us to do that thing. And I just really, really believe that because what happened is with this process, your timeline got really shortened because you asked a coach and because you were able to, to do that. So what's, what's the dream? What, what's God put on your heart for this book? What's, what's next with it and, and all of that. Well, you know, I, I'll be, I'll be honest in the beginning. I, I just wanted to write it, throw it out there and move on. That, that was, <laughs> I did you know, it check mark, right? That's it. Well, yeah, you know, because I knew the Lord was calling me to do it. And, you know, there was a lot of healing for me in the process. And, and even if the book was just for that, um, it was worth it. But um, my desire is that um, other people who are are considering to be foster parents or people that are already in the game or those people that are walking alongside foster parents and are wanting to help them and get some ideas of things that might be helpful to them. My desire is to inspire them. My desire is to also um, help them see that some of the things that they're going through, that I get it. Somebody gets it. You know, it's, you know, so often when you're in um, walking in that season, you know, people, good intentioned people come alongside you and say, oh, well, if you do this, mm. you know, if you'll do that. And, you know, every situation's different. And we're talking about dealing with children who've had great trauma. Yeah. And, you know, it, there's not a one size fits all. And, you know, it actually hurts when people come in and say, well, this is what I did and you will do that and it'll work. Well, I tried that and it didn't work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, somewhere along the line for me, I lost faith in who I was. And I desire to um, offer that hope to other parents that um, hang on, yeah, you know, yeah. You know, there's so many people out there that are that are foster parents or are considering that maybe in folks listening to the podcast today. Talk about some of the incredible things that you guys saw, because you really saw kids, you know, like you said, deeply wounded, traumatized kids really begin to come alive under your care. And I'm sure that was really, really uh, just a beautiful thing for you and, and for them. But any any stories around that or that we're just really like, man, this was this really exemplifies. Well, I, I tell I tell a lot of those stories in the book. Um, I tell some of the hard stories, but I also tell a lot of the stories of things where either we did something right or God just used it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Lord. <laughs> um, but I, I tell a story in there about a, a teenage girl that we had that when she lived in our home, she was in my face and I mean, physically in my face Mm. and she challenged us at every turn for everything. And um, we just kept moving along, you know, just trying to, to do what the Lord was calling us to do and to encourage her and to, you know, help her along. And um, she moved on and uh, several, several years after that, um, we were coming home from a camping trip and the phone rang. I didn't recognize it. And it was her Wow. And living in another state. Now she has children of her own and that she's, cause she gave that, um, you know, she, that was a different part of her life. So she has children of her own now. And she was talking to me about how favorable it was to live in her home and how we had helped her and loved her. And I just, wow. 
I was, I was shocked really. Cause I don't remember it that way, but, but for her, to hear her say that it was a, it was a turning point in her life was mm. just, gosh, you know, that, that makes it all worthwhile. Cause you know, there were so many stories that um, the children didn't receive what we offered them right. you know, and things didn't turn out like we had hoped they had. So, you know, that there was, there's another story about a, a young, he was also a teenager. I always taught uh, the kids how to uh, make a one pot meal that I make dirty rice and kielbasa. And so that they can have one meal under their belt. Right. And, um, he, you know, I can't do it. We're going to die from the food. He went <laughs> on and on. And um, I tell a story about how the food was delicious, but I had mistakenly put his medicine on my plate for some reason. Um, I don't even remember why. So when he put the food on my plate, it covered up that pill. We didn't see it. And I took a bite. And immediately when I realized that it was in my mouth, I spit it out. And of course, he's hollering. I told you it was awful. <laughs> well, after he left our home, I saw in the newspaper an article about him. He had um, enrolled in a local um, program to, to cook in wow. a in their culinary program and he was like their poster child for that and Incredible. you know i just think you know i i like to think that god used that seed that we planted to maybe awaken something within him because he had never cooked before he came wow. by wow well and you as an artist being able to see what they're interested in and bring in creativity in different ways to awaken their hearts wow. and that's just it's just beautiful i just love it that you're in this season of your life, you know, you're able to not only do the things you love artistically, but also God's bringing this other part of your life that you thought was over. He's bringing that back around for, for round two now to speak into other people's lives. And what is that like? And and what is your hope, I guess, for this next season of, of this journey? What, how do you think all this is going to come together? Any, any thoughts about that? Well, you know, I, I didn't realize it um, until a few months ago, but um, I, I do mentoring and I teach teenage girls art. I teach adults as well. But um, after about the third girl that was coming to my home, the Lord just, you know, you know, made me realize they were all adopted children. Mm. I didn't go out looking for kids that had lived in an arena where I was familiar with. God brought them to me. Wow. And that was just when I realized that it was like, wow. And so I began seeking out some other places to teach students that have either been adopted or in foster care to kind of pull that all together because I understand that world. I've lived yeah. in it. And um, it, unless you've unless you've lived in it, it's kind of hard to to understand that. I know that sounds kind of weird, but um yeah, but God's uniquely equipped you for that that population of people, and how how wonderful is that that He does this with that with with all of us, right? That yeah. we're uniquely. It's like me yeah. with kudzu baskets. It's like who likes kudzu, but Matt Tommy, but you know, but that's the right. unique thing that God gave me to do what I do. So right. Well, I've also had opportunity to do some art with um, at conferences that are for um, uh, it's family conferences for adoptive families and just. Um, yeah, it's 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 really fun to see how he's weaving it all together because when that season ended, it was such a hard season. You know, it was it was a hard season. And so I, I felt like, whew, okay, Lord, I've been obedient because right. the Lord clearly, you know, I was in worship one Sunday 
and I had my hands raised and I wasn't thinking about anything but the Lord. And the Lord clearly said to my spirit, you are released from foster care. Wow. And that was just, um, wow. You know, because it was, it was a hard season. It was a good season, but it was hard. So, you know, to see that he would continue to use that has been, um, unexpected really. Well, I think the Lord always requires that of us, right? We got to let go of what we've had in order to take hold of what is in the future. And I, I always, just like you, it's kind of like you think that that season is over, but really what's happening is the Lord's kind of just reinventing it. And that thing's probably going to be in your life, but just in a different way. And he's going to use it in a different way and a more fruitful way. Even it's like that, that pruning that's not always comfortable, but it's, it's required. And Julie, it's just so good to see all that God's doing in your life and that you just, you know, continue to say yes. I think in that the key, right. Just keep, keep saying yes. And even though you don't know the whole, the, the whole journey, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah or, or, you know, it, saying yes to this podcast was a huge deal. You know um, I, I don't know what the Lord is going to do with the book. Yeah. Um, I am excited though. And I feel like, I feel like it's really going to be something really cool. Um, it's actually not published yet. Um, but I'm super close. The cover is being designed as we speak and um, the editing's all done. And awesome. I had no idea what it takes to write a book. <laughs> <laughs> but now you do. Now you do. That's great. Well, I know folks are going to want to connect with you, see your artwork when the book is ready to come out. They want to see that. So we're, tell everybody about your website, the best place to connect with you on social media and that sort of thing. Well, it's juliebagamary.com. Bagamary is B-A-G-A-M-A-R-Y. And I just had a pop-up put on my website um, for people to connect about the book. Nice. My art is there. I'm also on Instagram and Facebook. So Good stuff. Well, Julie, what a pleasure to know you and to to see the incredible journey that God's had you on and continue to have you on. on. And uh, I know it's been a big inspiration for everybody listening today. So thanks for being on. Thank you so much, Matt. I so appreciate this opportunity. Hey, thanks so much for spending a few minutes with me today on the podcast. Listen, I hope it's been a huge encouragement to you on your journey as an artist. Hey, also, before you leave, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any of the other episodes of the Thriving Christian Artist Podcast. And also, be sure to connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, or at my website, which is matttommymentoring.com. Until next time, remember, you were created to thrive. Bye-bye.